What excites you or draws you into conversations about the mystical? Do you feel more connected to yourself when you explore new realms or feel connected to your guides and angels? Today, I'm discussing our current fascination with the mystical, and rightly so. It's an inherent part of who we are and gets us in touch with the magic of life. Hear from the mystics who have come onto the podcast and my insights after 50 episodes of Mystical Sisterhood. I'm excited to see you in the episode. Hey there, welcome to Mystical Sisterhood. This is your host, Maureen Spielman. I started this show to highlight the intuitives, healers, and other courageous women that I've met along my journey and continue to meet. Through amazing interviews, I seek to ask insightful questions to uncover ways in which you, the listener, can apply the wisdom and knowledge to your own life. I believe that we're all in this together, so sharing healing and joy and bringing community together is both my passion and purpose. If you'd like to learn more about the Mystical Sisterhood community I'm building, please visit www.mysticalsisterhood.com. See you in the episode. So on the last episode, I talked about the importance of our connection to self. I was calling it a full circle series as I finished 50 interviews and been on a few myself. If you haven't listened to it yet, check out episode 51, How to Cultivate a Sacred Soul Connection. I really believe each of us is working on cultivating a deep connection with ourselves and that it's essential in the overall vision of a mystical sisterhood, our place within the mystical sisterhood, our ability to really finally once and for all do away with the adage that self-care is selfish and turn instead to soul care is nourishing and vital for me to shine really sisters who come in their wholeness and authenticity are able to be present and open to possibilities. So here we go into the mystic. I wanted to dive in to why I called this community mystical sisterhood. Choosing the name itself was intuitive and intuition is a big part of the show and the skills that we cultivate in our sisterhood. The name literally came to me. It felt like it was dropped into my mind from the heavens. And I was in my laundry room five years ago, and literally it came across as Mystical Sisters first, and that domain was taken. So I grabbed the domain of sisterhood, and I actually think that that was on purpose. I like it better. And, you know, I trademarked it. I just knew that it was really important for my life, and I went and held it, I think, in my body, in my consciousness. And probably four years later, it came to me more urgently and was kind of coming into my mind and showing me that it was ready to be sort of birthed into the world. And that's when I started looking to a podcast. And I had never really listened to a lot of podcasts, but in truth, the whole process was intuitive. I just followed along and trusted. And I'd say overall, it was really congruent with me because I've been fascinated with the mystical for a long time. And I can, I sense that there is a growing attraction to incorporate it into our lives. I believe that it's kind of twofold. It's coming, this knowing from inside of ourselves. And also it's a call from the universe for more light to come into the world and more of us to step into our light leadership. Do you believe that's you? And what emerges from you when you hear the word mystical? What is your point of attraction? 
I really believe when we bring in the mystical, we bring in the magical. And who doesn't want more of that in our life? Sign me up right now. So first of all, I thought it would be fun to pull out some dictionary definitions of what mystical and mystic mean. And although I think, you know, these definitions are important, it's probably your definition of what these words mean and what they mean in your life that's most important. But according to Oxford Dictionary, mystical means inspiring a sense of spiritual mystery, awe, and fascination. And even though I'm not typically a by-the-book person, I do I do like that uh, description. And a mystic means, and this, this is actually according to a woman named Mirabai Starr. She's the author of Wild Mercy, Living the Fierce and Tender Wisdom of the Women Mystics. And she says, a mystic is a person with direct experience of the sacred, unmediated by conventional religious rituals. So to me, that means aside from, and I think it can include religious, you know, practices, but it's belief systems aside from what we think of as traditional religion. Achieving that sacred or divine experience, she says, requires transcending established belief systems, bypassing the intellect, and dissolving identification with the ego self. I really love that. And I have a quote from a couple of our mystics whom I've interviewed, and it kind of goes along with that. But according to Starr, a mystic can be a bartender or a bus driver or a school teacher or a journalist. It's got nothing to do with your external life and everything to do with your internal experience. A mystic is an ordinary person who does ordinary things and experiences these moments of profound union with source. So I love that because it really brings up what is sacred and what is most sacred. So again, does that resonate with you? And what is your definition of sacred? I don't know if it's just me, but I do sense that the mystical is entering the mainstream more and more. I was curious about what some of the women mystics on the show were witnessing in their practices, and here is some of what they said. Alicia Isaacs Howes from episode seven, which was named The Healing Power of the Akashic Records, shares her perspective. She says, the mystical is the mystery and the magic. Life is the mystery, and the way we answer in our lives is the magic. And through the sisterhood, it helps explore the mystery of life through the magic we are. We resist because we've been taught to be afraid of our magic and the power we have. We are infinite potential, and we choose the physical form to explore the illusion of the finite. I love that. She adds, when we realize who we really are, then the world changes. She says, often we get glimpses of who we are when we touch the mystical, and then we get afraid. What would people say? Would they think I'm crazy, out of touch, living in another dimension? But this magic is meant to be commonplace. And I love it because, you know, Alicia is one of those practitioners, like many who've been on the show, who sees client after client, and she sees that when we allow ourselves to touch the mystical, the unknown, to be courageous, to go there. That's when the magic and the alchemy begins to happen in our lives. I also asked Valerie Wood from episode five in the realm of your angels and spirit guides. And go back and listen to these episodes. I really 
encourage you to do so. They were really great ones. Valerie shares what she sees in the past was a lot of people that looked as things as woo-woo and it changed over the last couple of years. She's seeing people looking for a sacred connection. There's that word sacred again to themselves and to something outside of themselves, to God, to their angels, to source energy. And she adds a sacred connection to other humans. And once she says they feel more connected and they have this connection to this outer world, then they begin to speak more in their authentic voice and get in touch with what is authentically theirs. And some of these people who are in the stage of exploration even give themselves the permission to say, hey, maybe I want to become a practitioner. And they listen to their spirit and they say, I don't want my life to look the old way it was looking and perhaps there's something new and I want to feel in more alignment. And how do I be of service to the world as I uncover this part of myself? She sees uh, a shifting from the logical minds to our, again, intuitive side. And so it's beginning to bridge this gap between this world and what the other world is. And I think it's just one of the great things that this mystical sisterhood is, is we're just inviting it in and we're making it part of the conversation. And it's a podcast that carries both. It's the connection to ourself and it's the connection to the mystical. And as we'll see in next week's episode, the real connection to community. How do we bring it all together? I think for myself, what I see is that the mystical has been something that we've held far from ourselves, as in certain people hold certain gifts and that's just for them. And maybe I go to them and I pay them for a session, but oh my gosh, what if you, the listener, me, the podcast host, actually carried these gifts and special intelligences and connections as well? I think it's a really important question to ask ourselves. So I not only went to some of the practitioners I've had on the show, but also went to a couple of my members. And I was curious. I said, what does the mystical mean to you? And first of all, one member shared, what comes to mind is coincidences. And the fact that even though she doesn't really believe that everything happens for a reason, but she does believe that there's certain things, people and experiences that are placed in her path and it, it's really up to us to make a connection and figure out why these things are showing up in our lives and how these things can enhance our lives and experiences and help us grow. So it's this knowing that places, events, things, books that appear in our path, something says something, that it's all interconnected. I think that it's really playful and fun part of our lives. So thank you for adding that. Another member says when she thinks of the mystical, she thinks of us being souls, having this physical body experience, and that our souls have these experiences in our physical form to learn and grow in this incarnation. And like many, she says, she accesses it through being mindful of her soul experience and through the sacred practices of meditation, prayer, being with friends, being in nature, and sending good energy to others in her interactions. And lastly, that 
we take what we learn from our hardships and good experiences here and hopefully share our light with others in some way. And I think it's really interesting because we have the the people that we go to for the sessions and the services and the support through their mystical expertise, whether it be the Akashic Records, numerology, channeling different entities, whatever it is that's coming through. And we go to them, but then we have women ourselves, we're walking alongside on our own path of self-discovery. And I think there's just this keen interest in understanding ourselves as more than just a physical body, experiencing the physical world and events. And we're just leaning into that perhaps we're more connected than we ever knew was true. So I just wanted to talk a little bit, how do we begin to do the work? How do you do the work? There's probably many ways that you're practicing in your own life. And I'm going to add a few. One of the members of my Facebook Mystical Sisterhood group added that the things that she brings in, a process she brings in is one of being open to receiving. So being open to receiving, receiving messages and asking for help. Put yourself out name a message, something you want to come through, and then pay attention. The message that comes is divine. You have support, you have spirit guides, angels, source energy, whatever it is, but that perspective that the universe is on your side and that what you need will be put into your path. So I love that. She says, be open to receiving, make sure you request help. And I'll give you an example of that. One way I do it is in the mornings, whether I'm quiet with a journal or even when I'm in the shower, because I've heard that being in the shower, the sensory of the water can, I guess, increase maybe our sensory perception it is and that connection to the divine. So asking then, how can I be of service today? What do I need to know? And not knowing that the answer might not come in the moment, but it can come at any time. It might come three days later or five minutes later or six weeks later. But I think it's important to realize that we're getting messages all the time. And so other ways to connect with the mystical that I practice, and I think there's been practitioners on the show who've shared their personal experience, is again, checking in for guidance in the morning and ask what is here for me to know, paying keen attention to your intuition. Our intuition is truly another sense, just like our hearing, our sight, our touch, our feel, and it's here for us to tap into. So if you're not a big practitioner of going to your intuition, take a breath, breathe in, and, and just give yourself the message, I am willing to be open to what my intuition has here to tell me. And start to pay attention. And, you know, it's said that our intuition even guides us when it doesn't want us to go on a certain highway. Or do you ever have this one? This is this is more like circumstance, I guess, than intuition. But intuition might even step in. You think I've got to call somebody and then you, you decide not to for some reason. That could be intuition. But I was going to say, sometimes that's a good example for me. I'll go to call somebody and I know that I've got work to do and the line will just get cut off. And I think it's just such a funny thing because I'm like, oh, the universe is showing me like Maureen, go do what you're meant to do right now. 
realizing that we're in the mystic, we're highly connected and knowing this allows me to expect synchronicities in my life. Steph Radke was on the episode 38, The Healing Power of Sound, Music, and Movement. And I remember one time on our member page, she I had said something about a coincidence or synchronicity happening. And she said, I'm almost more surprised when they don't happen. And that, you know, Steph is a person who has a fine tune to just knowing to expect the miracles, to expect the magic, to expect the information to come at the perfect time for her. And beginning to connect with yourself in sacred ritual can be a very, very powerful practice. I just recorded episode 49. Go and listen to Shiva Rose. It was called A Living a Life of Sacred Reverence Through Ritual. Whether it's a sacred bath, a cup of tea, or a tea ritual, or a yoga practice, Union and connection with yourself and an energy around you is key. And a fun one I'll just leave you with. Who here has oracle cards? And if you don't have any, they are decks of cards that, you know, you can take the deck of cards. They're available anywhere. I love the ones by Alana Fairchild and Colette Baron reed And Danielle Rama Hoffman has some beautiful Mother um, Mary Magdalene energy cards. But they can be... You know, our intuition, our internal intuition is our main source of connecting, I think, with our own energy as we connect with the world. But I love oracle cards because they always, I'll ask a question, what, again, what do I need to know about this situation, about my work, about this relationship? And it gives me extra guidance and wisdom in the form of usually a beautiful illustration and then also making wisdom of that that I can take into my life. So the questions I leave you with today, and I'll include them in the show notes, and I'll include the episodes that I've referred to, but do you feel you are connected to a larger universe? What does this whole idea of universe mean to you? What's your name for it? What qualities does it hold? Some people like to call it God. Some people call it source energy, divine connection. And I say whatever resonates with you, go with it. Do you consider yourself intuitive or carrying a knowing in life? Did you have that since you were young? And how do you define what is sacred and how do you incorporate the sacred into your life? There's no doubt that this is an incredible, mystical, and magical community. I want to thank you so much for listening in. If you want to add your voice to the conversation, Join us on the private Facebook page at Mystical Sisterhood or follow me at Maureen Spielman on Instagram. I am so excited to see you in next week's episode on coming together, bringing our connection to self, our connection to mystical and coming together in community on the next episode. And thank you for being here. I'll see you next time. Thanks for listening to this episode of Mystical Sisterhood. If you love what you heard, please visit Apple Podcasts and subscribe and leave a review and share with a friend if you're called to do so. To learn more about my one-on-one coaching programs or join the Mystical Sisterhood membership, visit MaureenSpielman.com or MysticalSisterhood.com. Thanks so much. I'll see you in the next episode.